And we are rolling here on Friday, sociopolitical conversations, about twice a month, something like that. We're going to be looking at the Twitter X. Now it's called X, isn't it? Current news, really, because if you want to have the most immediate, by the hour, updates, breaking news, it's on X. It's on Twitter. And um, Elon Musk has kind of cultivated this digital pot of information where you and I have the responsibility to kind of hash out what is true and what is not true. So you kind of get to see from all the spectrums of political powers and principles and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, we'll take a look at what's taking place uh, today and what's been happening in uh, these past few weeks. And that's why I only really do these uh, session sessions a few times a month once or twice because it's very repetitive it's very repetitive everything out there doom and gloom the sky is falling the sky is falling you know that kind of stuff is it's inevitable it's been happening since <laughs> the beginning of time you know and uh it's not going to stop anytime soon we live in a fallen world where fallen things take place do we need to kind of do, do we need to f uh, 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 uh um further uh, encourage the path uh, of destruction? Well, no, we're trying to stop it as best we can, or at the very least, bring it down a few notches, right? But um, yeah, that's where, that's, where we're, that's where we're at, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to go through, again, uh, the model that I created to make sense of everything, if you will, through a moral perspective, through a Christian principled perspective and uh we hope you stick around stefan maya is my name at itsouls.com is the website and uh please consider subscribing right uh giving a thumbs up liking the content give a give a comment let us know where you're from say hi and share the link you know you can copy the link share the link on your social media platforms maybe there's other individuals like you and i out there who'd like to um talk about this kind of stuff right Maybe you find value in that kind of stuff. So we're going to open up Twitter uh, and uh, kind of see what's taking place there uh, shortly. But uh, let me just open something else here. Back to, of course, the uh, structure in which we should remember in regards to making sense of what is happening in the collapse of the Western nations and uh, the fallen state we are currently in and how that happened, and why it happened, and why it's happening again. Like, this is nothing new under the sun. It's been happening for ages. Kingdoms come and go. Kings are put in power, and they are removed. And uh, nothing different today, as we Canadians or Americans uh, witness the change of public life and what that means for our uh, faith if you will. So through the structure that I had created, and this took me, of course, many years to kind of put together, I just was able to observe what was happening and kind of put it into a, a um, organized, organized uh, work or body of, of, of paper. And uh, I wanted to keep it as simple as possible because, well, I have a simple mind, right? We're blue-collar people. I'm the son of a factory worker born on the other side of the tracks there in a 
nowhere land and nowhere place. But um, we just want to keep things very understandable. Uh, and uh, the way I was able to do that, of course, is be obser- observing what, I, what was taking place sociopolitically through what I was capable of reading in the scriptures and also in secular uh, literature. So from inspired witnessed accounts to secular witnessed accounts in what's been happening throughout history and uh, why it keeps happening and what has happened to us and why we are on the brink of full collapse. Though we are fallen at this stage of history, we have not yet gone into a full-on collapse, but that's just around the corner. I mean, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we're, we're a breath away from... So let's find out why that is. So the structure we should remember. Our identity has been removed. Numero uno and what's going to make sense in this scaffolding, bringing us to the conclusion here. Our identity has been removed. And our current world, world leaders, both in America and in Canada, specifically ran on the policy vote that they would. We're going to remove the Western standard identity. And um, they did that. And the reason they wanted to do that, of course, is because our identity was founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power. And though we want to um, claim such a thing not to be reality, it is. It just is. If you look at the literature of our founding fathers, you will see the identity there came from a higher power. They may have been misguided. They may have not been accurate on a great many things. But they understood that government and the powers of leadership in a nation must be submissive to something, someone, lest we become our own gods and tyrannically oppress the citizenry with our own selfish desires, driven by pride, control, greed, murder. So uh, they knew they had to remove our identity. Our current prime minister in 2015 ran with the slogan that change was coming. And the change, of course, if you were actually paying attention to the things he was saying publicly, which I firmly believed he spoke what he meant, and he meant what he spoke, and was going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. And he did. He achieved that in, 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 a, in, a, in a short period of time, a matter of a decade. Uh, he said he was going to change the country and remove the current identity of the country. And he did. And uh, that, of course, is why we are in the current state we are in. But there's explanation to be had, isn't there? So our identity was founded by our legal documents, uh, constitution, uh, all those things, right? Uh, Our chartered acts here, chartered rights, all these documents from our founding forefathers who looked at a higher power for their design, for their governance, And that was more precisely to a specific God, the God, the living God, the proven time after time God, the God of the Bible, the 66 books of the Holy Bible, 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New. That that book, the God of the Holy Scriptures, 
And because we had done that, we were capable of having a nation uh, prospering, filled with opportunity to prosper. Milk and honey, right? Security, ancestry, land. And uh, we knew we had to govern our identity through five points that I was capable of putting together. Number one, pro-Christianity. It was the founding religion of our land and our forefathers. Looking at a higher power, the God of the Bible, we were a pro-Christianity nation. It's not that you were not allowed to practice other religious views in this nation. It's that it was governed by Christian principles and individuals who would have identified with Christianity, who would have stood firmly to tell the others Christianity is the supreme religion. It is the true religion. It is the religion that has allowed us to have this freedom and to uh, live in peace and security within its borders. We were once pro-Christianity. That seems so far away now, but that's the truth. That's what we were. And we held that uh, uh, very strongly. The golden rule and all other facets of inspired information and instruction to live a moral, upright life. Now, did that mean everyone in the country was morally upright and living according to that code? Of course not, but it was governed by the code. And if you were in public sector, if you were in service, if you were in enforcement or corporation or academics or entertainment or anything of that sense, you would have to respect and honor that this nation and its identity held pro-Christian values. Judeo-Christian, to be more accurate, I suppose. But you understand. So that was the number one point to our identity, founded by a higher power. Number two, we were pro-life. We understood the innocence of life and the um, sovereignty and how important it was to secure life from the moment of conception to natural death, to be protected, highly so. For we understood through Christian principles that human beings held more importance than the animal kingdom or trees and rivers. We used to understand that life was precious. It was a blessing. We understood that we needed to lay down our own lives in order to protect children, the innocent, seniors, those who would be vulnerable. We understood that. We held dear to that. And that served us very well for a long time. This was our identity as Canadians, as Americans. Number three, we were pro-family. We were pro-family. And all these things are truly organic to the spiritual realm of life when we adhere to the principles of the living God through the written word. We were pro-family male, female, husband, wife, and children where applicable, when applicable, if applicable. Uh, we used to hold that dear and understand that to be good 
and the purpose of life uh, found with those joys. So we were pro-family. We were pro-self-defense. Why? Because of life and family. Because of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ giving us instruction to self-defense, not to retaliation, not to revenge, nor corruption, or anything of that nature, but rather of justice, upright protection, and defense of life and family. That's a Jesus-given principle. It's a Bible-given authority and permission for us. We used to understand that, self-defense. Self-defense of the home with an equalizer, any manner of weaponry was permissible, authorized for self-defense. And we'd protect the household, we'd protect our neighbors, we'd protect our community, we'd protect our state, we'd protect our country. Self-defense. And the fifth that I was capable of writing down and understanding what's taking place, we were pro-country. We were pro-country, which means we were pro-law and order and borders. Law and order. Justice. Borders. This was our land given through the blessing of Christian principles we practiced, allowing us to live freely with the privileges therein of our citizenry. Knowing that our physical citizenry was second to our spiritual citizenry, for there is a higher power, a greater power than ourselves. And because of that, we understood the identity we held dear. And that is to the five points. Pro-Christianity, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, pro-country. We understood that very well. And we held dear to that. Men and women of our ancestry bled the ground red for our identity. Someone says, I don't deal with identity politics. Are we speaking about politics, though, truly? Politicians utilize these things. But it is our identity, and it is important, and we used to have it. And some of us are still holding on to that, myself included, obviously. We are what is considered now hostile and the enemy within our own land because we keep holding on to these five points. Well, that has since gone away. That has since fallen. It's been dismantled. The enemy has crept in unnoticed, and because we have been complacent, we have been ap uh, apathetic, we've been idle, we've been uh, void of true strength and passion to keep our freedom, we took for granted the blessings, and the enemy crept in unnoticed, and he corrupted, and he corrupted all the way to the most highest power of our governing leaderships. And because of that, we are now a godless and fallen nation, and we are now the recipients of the consequences that come with that worldview, the worldview of non-reason. And this is not the first time this happens in our history. History repeats itself because we don't learn history. We rewrite history, and we make the same mess. And here we are once again. So in opposition to what was pro-Christianity, life, family, self-defense, country, you can understand the opposition now in this fallen, broken nation, which is anti-Christ, anti-life, 
anti-family, anti-self-defense, and anti-country. And that's exactly what we see out there. And it has corrupted the five branches of power. It has corrupted the five branches of power. And the five branches of power are not inherently corrupted. We're not inherently sinful or lawless. But because corruption has crept in unnoticed and taken advantage, it is now corrupted. And the five branches of power are government, number one, with all the modules within power of government, military complex, all those things as well involved. You have now corporation, academia, entertainment, movies, music, sports, and media, news, and social, fully corrupted by the godless agenda within the realm of non-reason. This is why we are in a fallen nation. We've we got bored and we took things for granted and we fell asleep and the enemy was paying attention because he was always lurking around the corner to, 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 to destroy the Western world. And they have. And we are but the last whispers of what it used to be before a full collapse emerges. Is there hope that there will be a renewal? Well, I suppose so, yes. I do. I'm a father of three children, a husband of a faithful, loving, beautiful wife. I don't want I don't want war. I don't want I don't want to go out in a full collapse. I know what I've read the books, I've seen what that looks like. It's nothing I want, it's nothing I pray for. It's of course not. I don't want that. So I have a hope in peace and prayer in my Lord and Master that there can be enough good left in this country that a renewal can take place. But it's not going to be easy because the enemy has taken over and they don't want to let go. So it's true what they say in the socio-political realm of conversation. You can vote communism in, but you're going to have to shoot your way out. Being quote-unquote nice just ain't going to cut it. Because these evil individuals, they don't play nicely. They will murder you. And they have been. Of course, the scriptures teach us to be upright, to be strong, not to practice retaliation or revenge. We are commanded to turn the other cheek. But turning the other cheek in no way, in no way, shape, or form, is a command for us to lay down and submit to evil and savagery, and barbaric, violent, murderous individuals. No, sir. No, ma'am. If you think that, you've been contaminated by the misguided lies of... Uh, what do they call that now? Um, pacifism. Pacifism. Though pacifism speaks with a virtuous tongue, its extreme ilks and corners are only enablers of evil. So do not be fooled by those things. So again, we were we were understood as the identity of the five points which were pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. Now as a broken nation, a fallen nation, we are of the anti-Christ, anti-life, anti-family, defense, and country. And that's exactly what we're seeing through the five branches of power that have since been corrupted by the godless agenda, government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. And all of them now, of course, purchased by the corrupted powers that have crept in, which are the globalist. 
they do not adhere to independence. They do not adhere to the independent accountability of a human soul created in the image of God. No, sir. No, ma'am. These individuals are godless minds, murderers and liars. And they are of the uh, mob mentality and the uh, greed-driven pride and control and uh, power of oppression is their orgasm, if you will. It is what they seek to accomplish, and they will not stop, and they never have, and they never will. And so they have, of course, now corrupted all the stations of public life, as mentioned through the five branches of power, and uh, they utilize interchangeably each of these five branches of power. They are working together in unison to destroy and if we are indeed to be wise with each other and honest and transparent to this here education, if you will, or understanding of what's taking place sociopolitically, um, morally, spiritually as well, obviously, has its branches uh, revealed. They have one objective, and that is indeed to destroy Christianity. It has always been the motive. All these side quests that they have is simply deception and manipulation to have us think they're not after Christ and his followers, have us think they're after other things. No, listen, from the very beginning of time, evil and corruption, godlessness, has had one objective, to destroy God, the living God. Now, they can never achieve that. They never have. They never will. It's an unachievable goal. And in our dispensation of time currently living, you and I, the Christian age, the era of the Christ, they are seeking to destroy the scriptures and the God of the scriptures, our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ. Now, they will never achieve that, though they, they've tried in the past and they are trying now. That is always the objective plan. And if you are actually paying attention to the globalist powers who live in this collective mindset where they can control the whole world, power-hungry, egotistical, diatrophic brutes. This is what they want. This is what they are uh, uh, doing. And they are very close to achieving it, sadly. And uh, it, the goal is to remove Christ, to remove Christianity, to once again murder us. It is not a conspiracy. Nothing I have said is even remotely close to a conspiracy. It is a verifiable fact through a spiritual lens. It just is what it is. And we Christians are to be wise to our surroundings. Though we don't live according to the fear and anxieties of the world, we are wise to pay attention because a great many individuals are scared, are fe fearful, and are wondering how they're going to manage and you and I are to be strong and bold and upright and there for them to say there is hope. There is peace in this crazy world. And there is hope. We are doing things. We are doing things legally. We are doing things according to the law of our Lord and Master. For ultimately, you and I are citizens of his kingdom. Though we in the body here are citizens of America or Canada, our true citizenry is in a higher power. 
to our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. So when this corrupted entity of governance tells us you can't do this, you can't do that, you have to do this, you have to do that, ultimately, our law don't come from them. It comes from God. So if they say Christianity is now outlawed, it is banned, it is illegal to practice, to gather together and worship God, we don't obey the government. The government is not our God. And the more Americans and Canadians that wake up to this reality, the more influence and peace we will have. So currently in this fallen nation, that is the uh, reality we, we live. The globalist powers have corrupted all branches of public life. And I, again, I can't stress this enough. Government is not inherently corrupted. It just isn't. You can have a morally decent, upright government functioning for the greater good of the people in accordance to the policies they receive through a higher power, the principles of Christianity. You, you can have that. We've had that. That, ex that has existed. That can, that can happen. We used to have that. So corporation, academia, all these branches of power are not inherently sinful or corrupted, but they have been infiltrated by corruption and dismantled and now taken over by the contaminant, which is corruption. And this corruption is a globalist power. The World Health Organization, the World Economic uh, or, or Global Organizations, which are governed by globalist powers who set themselves in descriptive tone to seem virtuous. Healthcare organizations, healthcare, it's for your healthcare. It's, it's a good thing, isn't it? Globalist powers, yeah, that, that's for a good thing. It's for us to make sure everything's united in our nations. And we've given up our sovereignty. We've given up our independence, thinking that these were the virtuous paths we must move forward with. They've been now since conquered by globalist powers who seek to remove you from this earth. They are murdering us, quote-unquote, legally. This has been their goal. They have spoken it very uh, clearly, publicly, that the depopulation of citizenry on a global scale is their objective. And they claim it is to save the trees and the climate. But they themselves know that is a lie because there is no science behind the fear-mongering tactics of climate change. The climate changes. It has been for millennia. No, this is control and power and greed and godlessness. It has nothing to do with the trees. It has nothing to do with the rivers or the mountains. Or the environment. This is not a conspiracy. This is a solid, sober, self-controlled fact. And these individuals have taken over and are producing to achieve their goal. And it is documented and it is recorded. And there are a great many who are waking up to the fact that we are under attack and have been under attack and that the enemy has infiltrated our shores and has taken over. And we're fighting back the best we can. It may be too little too late, or then again, maybe it will change. But it needs a very humble, submissive heart confessing our sins to God and admitting the fact that we dropped the ball to the slang of our common tongue. We took his blessings for granted. We stopped thanking him for the blessings. And the enemy infiltrated 
and now our nations are fallen. God can take a small amount of people who are faithful, and once again through him conquer the land, and bring it back to its former glories and prosperity. Certainly. But are we there yet? Or must there be more bloodshed at the hands of corruption before we wake up and say, wow, we need to go back to God? So through this globe, godless, globalist agenda, uh, obviously that's why you see all the policies we currently have and all these organizations popping up, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the LGBTQ plus organizations, social Marxist, all these organizations, and yes, if, if you want to hear it, yes, of course, the KKK, hate groups, racist groups, all of them. This is why they exist, and this is why they flourished, and this is why they're currently in control of our nations. Individuals who refuse to identify male and female are in power of our country, are in power and have control of our children and all the policies they create. This country passed another policy a few days ago in Parliament, which allows anyone who feels depressed to be murdered by a doctor. We legally murder everyone in this country, little children, seniors, and teenagers who broke up with their boyfriends and girlfriends and feel depressed. Where did those policies come from? It's all organized from one source point to remove Christianity to remove human life, a murderer and a liar from the beginning. And sadly, a great many take their ancestral paternage from the devil. And so that's why you have all these things taking place. All the chaos, the riot, the murder, the lying, the injustice, the war. Because it's a fallen, godless nation. And it's nothing new under the sun. It's happened before. If you are, like I am, very interested in history and things of the sort in regards to these kind of conversations, I greatly encourage you to go to YouTube and find the series documentary from Francis Schaeffer. And I forget the name of it now because it's such... It's uh, How Then Shall We Live, I think. There's something along those lines. How Then Shall We Live, I think, is something along those lines. But if you go and you look for the channel Francis Schaefer, you will find the 10, uh, I think, 10-episode documentary series going from Roman power to our current age. Well, his current age, which was in the 70s. It's very interesting, very insightful. And you will find yourself nodding and being like, wow, this, this is it. Francis Schaeffer must be a prophet. No, he's not a prophet. He's just like you and I. He's read books, and he's looked at history, and he's read inspired language, and he's read secular language, and he sees the pattern time and time and time and time again. When people believe in God and fear God and love God and follow God, we have ancestry, we have security, we have land, we have nourishment, we have provisions. We, we, we live freely with privilege. But every time we remove ourselves from that truth, and we choose to follow all these different gods and become barbarians, if you will, mixed up in all kinds of depravity, we murder each other. We enslave each other. It's just, a, it's, it's an objective, absolute reality of our existence. It's a model you can see through the scientific lens in our history. 
It's very sober-minded. It's very self-controlled. Nothing of the sort is conspiratorial. It's very, very accurate. And so with the globalist powers that are currently in control, this is exactly what we're seeing. All the policies that are governed to murder people legally. That's what's going on, ultimately. And sadly, it has come through the channels of the isms, if you will. If now we speak of a sociopolitical tongue, let me give you the breakdown that I saw through the isms of the political spectrum. The first and foremost enabler, of course, was the ism of atheism. If there is no God, there is no law. And if there is no law, no one can be found guilty of doing wrong. I posted a post on the Added Souls Facebook page which stated, Atheism has no law to call anything wrong. And wouldn't you know it, a thread of atheists saying Christians are evil came about. None of them addressed the post itself at all. They can't. They can't address the post. They have no law. They have no law to call right, right, or wrong, wrong, yet somehow Christianity in their eyes is evil. You see, but they have no standard ruler to measure it with. You can't call it wrong if there is no wrong. You can't call Christianity evil if there is no such thing as evil. They will call Christianity evil, but they will say to rape and murder, there is no evil, there is no wrong. It's just a construct of evolution, as we are mindless species governed by the dance of our DNA. And so the first ism that had to take place was atheism, godlessness, which, of course, infiltrated government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. That's why when you send little Johnny and little Susie off to public school, they are put out of the conveyor belt at the end of it as godless, godless beings. And that was by design. That was created that way purposely by those globalist powers who sought to destroy Christian principles in our nation. So the first ism which needed to take place was atheism. Because once God is out of the picture, then all the other isms to come in would be a shoe in for certain. And atheism, of course, led to liberalism. Not liberalism to the perspective of individuals who once claimed to be liberal for the fight of human justice, if you will. For the right to be equal, for the right to be seen as a human being, to which I myself would consider be considered a liberal as well. I am a liberal. I think human beings should be equal. I think male and female should be equal. I believe that uh, there are a great many things that should take place. But you see, that's not the perspective of this ism. Liberalism uh, to the perspective and practice that is currently active and has been since corruption has been the loosening of order and law in regards to Christian principles and governing a society to be free. Liberalism was a channel in which the next ism could find a piggyback, which was progressivism. We need to progress away from the traditions of Christian values. And so the liberal mind opened its mind way too far, its brain fell out, and it entered in progressivism. We must progress past these Christian principles and the identity that we used to hold so dearly, pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. 
And so you have the isms thus far, atheism, liberalism, progressivism, and from progressivism, socialism. And from socialism, fascism, fascism to Marxism, Marxism to communism, and of course, full-on tyranny and oppression, both physically and spiritually. And uh, we've almost achieved all of those. We're almost there. Our own leadership here has stated publicly. Our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, publicly said he admired the basic dictatorship of China. He said he was going to change this country. He said he was going to remove the identity it once held dearly. And he did. And he has. And we're a fallen nation now. And another policy passed just yesterday, stating that whoever's depressed or claims to be depressed verbally for any reason whatsoever can be murdered by their doctor. And is that such a surprise? We have been legally murdering babies in record numbers. And are you aware that in this nation, you can murder a child from the moment of conception all the way to his or her birth on the operating table? Are you aware that there has been over 500 recorded accounts of children who were birthed on the operating table in this country and left there to die? Think about that. And so it is in the channels of the isms that we find all these organizations and policies that all of them lumped up in one contaminated cell are sourced by globalist powers to destroy the Christian nation. And they have. They have. It's a fallen nation now. Can it be renewed? Is there any hope for us? Well, we pray so. Right? We pray so. And we will do everything we can to do so. For instance, my part in this action is producing this kind of content. Both here in a digital realm and out there in the physical realm. Getting involved with my community, with our political representatives, speaking our voice as parents, as human beings, as Canadians. Why is it that we currently have oceans of protest against what is right and what is true and real and what is peaceful? Again, all source to this end. So, to that, we transition over to what is taking place over on Twitter. Over on Twitter is the most hour-to-hour current news event, and you can see it from both angles, from all political spectrums, if you will. And you, of your own independent mind, must come to a conclusion on what is right and what is wrong. And that discernment, that compass, will not be made available to you if you do not start to read the Holy Bible. That's the remedy to your infected mind, which has been taken over by the propaganda of corruption, which call good evil and evil good. That's why we call abortion health care, a woman's choice. The brutal, barbaric, and violent murder, dismemberment of a human child is called health care, a woman's choice. That is why we call sexual perversions, fornication, adultery, and homosexuality as love. Love. It's love. It's not perversion. It's not sexual perversion. It's love. Anyone who would dare 
say otherwise is a hateful individual, a bigot, a racist, a phobic. This is why the narrative and the language has changed. Again, sourced by these globalist powers for one purpose, to remove Christianity, to murder, to have control, to fulfill their egotistical pride. That's why some of the most racist things are called virtuous and justice, when in fact they are injustice. So over on the tweety tweet, now called X, let me put that up on the screen here, and let's just see what's going on as we screen share. All right, what's taking place? I just opened it up on my profile. And the first thing we have is Israel bombs church with over 350 Christians inside. Make sure to, quote, say a prayer for Israel in the name of Jesus. Now, this, of course, is sarcastic from the individual who does not discern the difference between Gaza or Israel. And that is a lot of what's taking place in the news today, isn't it? The whole thing regarding Palestine and Israel and the war and the conflict between them in the Middle East. Why are we involved, number one? That's a good question. Maybe we should be involved. Maybe there's an argument there to be made that we do. We have, we have responsibility or obligation to get involved with that war, but maybe we don't, and maybe there is a strong argument that we should not because we have our own major problems in our current fallen nations. Maybe that's an, a conversation to be had. So that's taken place, and this one's been heavily circulated on the news feed these days, which is the individual who was pulled over by a police officer became very hostile and attacked, physically assaulted the police officer, to which the police officer had no choice but to practice self-defense, to extinguish the threat, and he did. And of course, the propaganda of the news channels, since purchased by the globalist powers who are lying to you, have made out the criminal as the victim, and the police officer who was upright practicing his law, the law, is now vilified and demonized as some sort of racist or uh, power-hungry individual, and the narrative is skewed in the minds of the individuals. But yet, if you look at the video for your own eyes, if you will, you will see that it is indeed the criminal who has attacked the police officer and has not complied to the instructions, for he was speeding. And you can see here on the video that there is no there is no confusion as to what the police officer had to do. I would have done the same very thing, and I would do the same very thing even as a citizen, not a police officer. He had to extinguish the problem, and he did. And sadly, a human life had to depart this earth and meet God in some very bad terms. But if you look at CTV or CBC or CNN or MSNBC and all these media complex organizations that are governed by the corrupt entities of the globalist mind and agenda, you won't see this. All you will see is the narrative that the police officer is an evil individual who's just a racist who just wanted to murder people. But that's not true. It's simply not reality. It's not true at all. What else do we have here? CTV News, which is a propaganda news channel for the current corrupted Canadian government, such as CBC or Global News or, or uh, various uh, channels of the sort. It says, Israel-Hamas war, how to avoid misinformation when sharing imagery on social media. It's interesting to me because now educated and 
these things, I know that CTV is indeed the propaganda that is spreading misinformation. But you see, they project, they are gaslighting, they project, they utilize these tactics to their desire, to their achieving the goal, which is the full destruction of the country under submission to the globalist powers in which we will be depopulated legally, quote unquote, legally. So yeah, they are the spreaders of misinformation. And that is the talk of the town. And here we have our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who says the bond between Canadian and Caribbean communities, businesses and people is strong. And at the Canada, uh, C-A-R-I-C-COM, CARICOM summit this week, we made that bond even stronger. Again, the sovereignty and independence of our country is no longer a given privilege and freedom. It has been taken away from us. We are now on a global stage where we must be involved with all things globally. And uh, that is full corruption. And it is sourced again for the purpose to destroy us. Uh, many pundits from left and right. I look at both sides. I am not simply right-minded, if you will, or right-wing-sided uh, right or minded, if you will. I look at all of them from the leftist to the liberal to the independent to the centrist to the right-wing to all of them, of course. And um, if you were to personally ask me, Stefan, how would you describe your political affiliation? Like, what would you consider yourself to be? I would probably be more so affiliated politically on the conservative spectrum in the Matt Walsh department. If you don't know who Matt Walsh is, is go check him out over at Daily Wire. I would be of the Matt Walsh, Matt Walsh persuasion because I agree with probably 90% of the things he says. Because it's true and it's real. And he does so in a stoic manner. I, I understand that. And you have to. Uh, but yeah, my political affiliation or my political worldview would probably be of the Matt Walsh persuasion, if you will. What is a woman, right? Okay. So uh, yeah, we have all sorts of those things online. And the, 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 the greater things being uh, discussed online right now is, of course, the whole Gaza, Palestine, and Israel. As we speak in our country, in our major cities, we have oceans of individuals who are pro-Palestine and are pro the murder of Christians and Jews, or they who would consider themselves or describe themselves as Jews, uh, uh, that's taking place. How did that happen? Well, again, that's what we've been describing to you. They have crept in unnoticed because we, we allowed him to. Look at the individuals who lead the country, and that gives insight into the citizenry and the condition of their minds. So uh, a lot of that has been taking place, if you will. The whole Ukraine thing uh, is still over there on the back burner. Uh, and again, these things are constructed and organized by nefarious powers that want to control what you fear or control what you have to think about for the day. And all of that, of course, takes place. Uh, Viva Frey. I follow him uh, a deal as well. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's typically typically right on a, on a great many way in a great many ways. Uh, True North is a grassroots conservative news channel that I follow. Uh, Post millennials, uh, the True North, uh, Rebel News. Uh, I go to Rumble for for a great many uh, conservative news channel outlets, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, uh, I think that's that would be that would be it. Oh. Uh, 
Biden's chin has been in the in the conversation these days, hasn't it? And of course, the conspiracy is that he's not really Joe Biden. He's some kind of a puppet and he has a mask on. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but they do share a great deal of many videos trying to point to that fact. The chin has been in question this week, of course. <laughs> How could Biden have that chin? So that's been taking place. And uh, yeah. Uh, the NDP will never form a government in Ontario again, and thank God for that. Yes, absolutely, thank God for that. The NDP is one of our political powers. Here in Canada, you have the liberal uh, power. So liberals, you have conservatives, you have the Green Party, you have the NDP, which are the New Democratic Party, but uh, and then you have um, uh, the PPC, the People's Party, the Purple Party. Um, in Christian principle we affiliate more so with the policies of the PPC, which is a very, very small government that has no political seat currently. And I think, if I may share a bit of conspiracy, if I'm allowed to have a bit of conspiracy, here it is. I've not spoken thus far of that persuasion, but here, here it is. I believe that our electoral system, its integrity has been has been fractured. I believe that our votes don't really count for anything anymore. I believe it is being controlled, which is why the PPC, led by current leader Maxim Bernier, uh, is not winning anything at all. To that end, that's, that's just an opinion, uh, and I may have some merit to it, meaning I've looked into some information that might sway my mind to think that our our electoral system has been breached and it is corrupted. Uh, but in Christian principles, if someone asked me, if you were to vote for a political party, who would it be? It would probably be the PPC uh, because of their policies. I've looked at their website. I've looked at their policies. Second to that, of course, would be the conservative party, though they are morally bankrupt and are no longer in leadership, but pretty much just pandlers to the ear-tickling vices of whatever the community wants, which is typically now in a godless worldview. Uh, but uh, all the other organizations, Liberal, NDP, Green, are social Marxists. They are uh, of sympathizers with communism, and they are uh, part of the problem. And they have the majority power in our current parliament. Uh, and we pray that that's going to change, hopefully. Another thing that's been in the news these days has been uh, conservative leader Pierre Polyev eating an apple and uh, just dismantling this individual who's trying to snare him in a narrative that's simply not true. And uh, that's an interesting thing to see. And I, <laughs> it's made international news, obviously, and it's made its way to Matt Walsh in one of his uh, podcast sessions. And I find that I find that quite interesting and numerous to a certain degree. But yeah, that's been taking place. Um, so a lot of those stories is what's been happening right now in the Twitterverse, if you will. If you're looking truly to be up to date on current, current events, your best deal is probably to go to X to Twitter. Now, as far as myself being an online content creator, Twitter is the worst platform you could possibly use. I've been censored and banned everywhere, and I am currently suppressed to no end. I mean, you just you can't find my stuff. But as far as uh, seeing the news, yeah, it's there. 
I've been reaching out to Elon Musk, but, you know, that's pretty much the same as trying to reach out and have a conversation with the Roman Catholic Pope. Uh, but I'll tag him at times, be like, hey, dude, could you please just remove all the bans and the censorships from my account, please, so that people who want to follow me can actually see the content. Uh, but uh, that's the same thing over at YouTube as well. Though we stream live on all those platforms, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, uh, we are greatly censored, obviously, and shadow banned, and uh, they manipulate the algor algorithm reach and all that kind of stuff. Because, again, the, the powers that control them are from the globalist things that we've been speaking about. Subscribe. Consider that. Consider subscribing. That helps. Subscribe to the channel. Give a thumbs up. Leave a comment. Share the link far and wide. And, friends, listen. Um, I operate on God's good grace and your willingness to support the work financially. Uh, if you are willing and able to do so, just please consider it. That's all I'm asking. I'm being very transparent and genuine with you. Everything is, uh, is, 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 uh, upright and transparent. You can have information on all those things. Please consider supporting the work. You can do so by signing up at addedsouls.locals.com. You can sign up there for free, but you can choose to support monthly. It can be $5 a month. It could be $500 a month. It goes towards the work. The Added Souls Ministry through the Maya family as we labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ in New Brunswick, Canada. A very wonderful mission to get involved with. And you can check out the .com, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com, or our Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. There's also the PayPal option, my email address, addedsouls, at gmail.com. If you seek to have a conversation with me, we can certainly schedule a video chat, phone call, email exchange, things of that nature. If you have any concerns or questions, I'm here for you. I am your servant. So that will bring to a close our sociopolitical conversation for our Friday sessions. Look at the itinerary and the themes of each day. We go live Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. And uh, yeah, that brings us to a close. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Stay focused and stay positive. And Lord willing, we'll see each other again on Monday. Peace out. <laughs>